how we see ourselves isn't always how others see us. Don't get too caught up about what you've not got. Let's just focus on what you have got because you can be great with that. You can be great with your top five. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. I'm your host, Christine. This is the Startup Student Podcast, and I'm here with Mark, and we're recording the third episode of the Selling With Your Strength. Today, it's all about claim. Hello, Mark. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I'm super excited because uh, I'm learning so much uh, working with you already in other ways, and uh, I can't wait to hear more about this. So start and uh, tell us more about the claim phase. So if, if you could, if you can recall back to the, to the name phase, what, what we did at the end of that was we went away. So in that interaction, we, we left there and we spoke to some people that know us quite well. And what we asked those people to do was listen. So we read out our, our signature themes, which is our, our top talents. We read the, the descriptions out from the insights guide that we got from Gallup just after we, we completed the assessment. And we read out the description of our personal top five of each of them. And then we, we asked for a response. So we asked the, the people that were listening individually to say, what do you think of this description of me? And those people that have helped you with that, they would have given you some feedback as to what they thought. So now you've got your perception of that report and what it says in it, and you've got the perception of three other people as well. And those people know you well, so they should have a, a pretty good understanding of how you, how you come across to them. The, the reason behind doing that is that how we see ourselves isn't always how others see us. A lot to be learned from listening to other people's feedback on us. We've probably never asked before. We've never asked the people that know us that well to think about us and think about how they would describe us. And it's a really interesting activity to do, even without looking at your strengths or your talents just asking people how they perceive you. Um, but I think that the, the Gallup strengths gives us a platform from which to do it. So it doesn't seem quite maybe as odd as it might be going up to someone who knows you quite well and saying, what do you think of me? So it gives us a bit of a platform to do that. And we can learn a lot from that because we'll, what we'll find out is that the people that know us really well actually see different things in us than we do. So when they read those five descriptions, they'll pick out some things in there that you wouldn't pick out on yourself. So that's really useful insight because everything that's written in those descriptions, all those lines of, of text, and I say lines, there's not lots of them, but what's contained within there are all individual talents. And they're all specifically for you. They're aimed at you. They're not generic. Those talents, as I mentioned before, are all about you and your talents 
and how your talents, your top talents especially, intertwine with each other. And that's what makes us all unique. So in that report, that insights guide, it is just about you. It's not about anyone else. It's just about you. So it's really interesting, as I said before, yes. for other people that know you well to have a comment on that. Yes, I, I think uh, it, it's really nice way because what I always say with the startups that I work with as well, when I ask them, okay, what are your strengths? What are your skills? Um, and things like that. People sometimes have difficulties defining them. And I think we mentioned that before as well, because for if it feels natural and you're good at something, you don't see it as a strength. You don't see it as a, as a talent or skill yeah. uh, because it just feels normal to you, not something special. Um, so it's, I always say, okay, go and ask your friends, ask your family, ask people who know you well, what do, uh, do you think you're good at? And then there might be things coming out that you didn't think of putting onto the list. And yeah, having exactly. a platform like that, um, like you said, is even even better because you have this um, external uh, system that gives you things. And then you go out and ask people. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it's really good. Thanks, Christine. Okay. Um, so what um, <laughs> what else? So because I've done I've done also mine, obviously my insight report. I'm happy to to share also my five. Uh, top five ones uh, and and you've seen it obviously so yeah. um i i can also say that it i think it's, it's quite accurate but uh, we talked about this already that sometimes people are not uh, maybe too happy about it or they get this strength envy that you mentioned before as well um yeah. but it, it's very interesting and it's uh, like you said unique even though people think uh we had this in our workshop now that someone said uh the it's even though it's generic and you said, no, 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 it's not generic what comes out because it is really just about you uh, because it's based on, on some science and all the questions that you answer. Mm. It's not like a five minute assessment that you do in a magazine. It's like uh, the proper thing. Um, yeah. I mean, th there is a generic report as well, Christine, which yes. is the other one that comes out. I think it's called a signature theme guide or signature theme report. Yeah. yeah. And that looks at the top five in a slightly more generic way. Um, just to say that people with this talent usually are like this, but then the as I said before, the insights guide and what you've just mentioned is personalised to you. What should people do next? Well, this this um, activity or this coaching session, however however it's received, is is called claim, and what claims about is matching those top five talents to things that we can recall we've done, some activities that we've done in the fairly recent past. So I think I mentioned this last time, what I would ask the, the individual to describe are instances where they have used their, their top talent, their number one talent as an example. When did you when did you last use that and how did you use it and what happened what happened when you used it how does it make you feel and as the name suggests the idea behind this is that the individual person is actually claiming it and seeing it as their own they're seeing yes i do i do use this particular talent and here's an example of how i use it so it could be that they that the person comes up with a, a description related to how they use it in a work environment. And often people come up with a description of how they use it out of work as well. Sometimes there's a split between work 
a non-worker, which I find quite interesting. I, I was coaching someone a uh, two days ago and we she was talking about her, her work situation and how she feels at work and how she um, feels very confident. She knows what to do um, and she's really into her work. And then she started talking about out of work what she does out of work and it was a complete opposite so when she completed the the assessment she was predominantly thinking about her work environment because that that was that was what she wanted to do she wanted to make it about her work which was fine um but what what actually comes out of it is that in a non-work environment her talents aren't being used She's not using her talents and she feels quite uncomfortable out of work because she's trying to do what everyone else does. So it's, it's a really interesting thing, the split between work and private life or personal life, because the things that we're most, most comfortable with should be things that we utilize both in and out of work. It shouldn't be well, at work, I'm going to be like this and at home, I'm going to be like this. We should be utilising the same talents because generally, although I said before, this particular lady was basing it on a, a work life. That's how she was answering the questions. Um, I guess that was a, a best experience of her talents because she's not actually using most of them when she goes out of work and she finds it really difficult. And this isn't just within the last year. She finds it very difficult to go out. She finds it difficult to walk into a busy environment. If she's meeting someone in a, in a pub um, or a bar, she says she can't go in until that person's arrived. And she just feels really awkward. And that's a lot to do with her trying to fit in with what other people do rather than what she's naturally good at. So I thought that was a really interesting conversation. Mm, so, very interesting yes indeed and i always think that um not to think it, it's always normal that everyone acts different in different situations slightly because uh, when i'm talking to you i'm i'm maybe a bit different uh, than i'm talking to my boyfriend then i'm talking when i'm i'm doing a training then i'm talking to some students or another client or something like that however um I'm, I'm really a big believer <laughs> in trying to always be yourself and use exactly that, your strength uh, in every situation, no matter where mm. you are. But it's normal that we adjust to situations. Um, also, uh, you're probably different with your parents and you are with friends and so on. Uh, I understand this, but I really urge everyone to try to be as uh, authentic as possible in everything that you're doing. Um, and that goes also into knowing actually who you are and knowing your strengths to then be able to to make use of them. Yes, very interesting yeah. observation. That's a good point. Yeah. So, so throughout this claim activity, we go through, usually we go through the top five. And I quite, I think I mentioned before that I quite like using the top five for these activities. And, and the reason for that, Christine, was for something you mentioned before is that if you, if you just understand and see your top five, you don't look at the ones that are at the bottom. So you don't get that envy. You don't really know what they mean. Yes. Um, but at some point, it's a good idea. It'll, be, it'll become a good idea to reveal all 34, but not necessarily right at the start. Although when you go on and do the assessment, 
take the assessment, it'll probably ask you if you want to upgrade it straight away, which is fine, but just don't get too caught up about what you've not got. Let's just focus on what you have got because you can be great with that. You can be great with your top five. So that, that, that's why I, I like to, when I work with people, I like them to focus at the top. And then maybe we look at the middle as well, which are the supporting themes of talent mm. um, because we're in there. So we take a look at that top five and we say, right, so how have you used this? How did you use your achiever? How did you use your empathy? There's a couple of examples. When can you think of a, a time when you used them? And then what happens is you start to buy into, yeah, this is me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh -huh. questioning this. It is mine. Yes. Because yeah. people, the, the, the next activity, if people aren't bought into those talents, will be really difficult when we come back to the next one. So we, we have a conversation, and often the conversation kind of diverts a little bit into, uh, am I misapplying my talents? Am I using them in a way that's not productive? So sometimes we get those situations and, and we'll talk about those and what people can do to, to apply their talents in a, in a more positive way for them. And then when, when we finish that activity, Christine, what, what happens is I'll, I'll ask the people to, to go away with, a, with a, a, another little activity to do. So what we looked at initially, we looked at um, people going away and asking their friends about the, um, about the report. Then we looked at claim, which was describing in the past how we've used it. The next bit is to catch ourselves using our talents. So rather than looking back three months, we're looking now and we're trying to identify when in real time we're using our talents and then just make a note of what you were doing when you use the talent so that next time we come back, we can talk about that. Um, like we already said in the, in the first one at the first stage, there is stuff that you have to do and um, to figure out how you actually use things already like to make it yours and to understand, yes, it is actually me, like you said, but also um, on how you can develop them further. And uh, it's not a quick thing. Uh, it's really drilling into it, um, absorbing it and making it yours, understanding it, and then be able to use it in any future situations, like you said, in work or in private life. Because I think this might be difficult, no? With, with other profiling systems as well, if there's no coaching attached and stuff, mm. people don't act on it. People don't understand the reports properly, and they don't understand properly what to do with them. I've done uh, profile profiles in the past, and it's exactly what happens. Okay, yeah, I read them. Okay, yeah, yeah this is like me, but then you don't really do something with it. So I think the steps that you're going through and helping people actually to understand it and how to apply it is one of the most important things. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it's great to do it. Like you say, Christine, it's great to do it. I mean, I love doing them. I've, I've done quite a few, but like you say, it's how do I move it forward? What do I do with it? Now I know it. Um, so that's often the challenge. And um, that's why people like myself are, are here really, so that you can do something with it. But, it's, but it is largely driven by um, the person being coached by the participant. It's largely driven by them. So they, they have to buy into it themselves and see it as a way of getting to where they want to be. Yes, exactly. And this is the claim, no? You claim it to be, to be yours, I guess. Yes. You're, yes. Claiming, you're claiming your talents here. I'm claiming. So you're mine. 
it's mine and I'm gonna use them. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, and then anything, anything else uh, that leads into the next phase uh, and that needs to be done beforehand? Or? Yeah, it's, 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 it's just that piece, Christine, around catching yourself using your talents and record what happens. Uh -huh. Yeah. So rather than, as I said before, rather than looking back at when I used them, it's looking at now as I use them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is an even greater recognition of the fact that you've got these talents. Mm. And it's just recording what you were doing and what talent was showing up for you. What actually, you know, what were you actually doing that you felt really connected to? Because when we use our talents, we feel really connected. We're connected to ourselves. And when we're not using our talents, so when we're waiting for someone outside the bar, because we don't want to go in, um, and there are, there are plenty of people that would feel the same way. So this person wasn't in isolation. But when we're going into strange environments and doing strange things and we're not using our talents, it feels a bit awkward. So we'd probably pick up as we really start thinking about what we're doing and whether we are or we aren't using our talents, we'll probably pick up those things also that don't make us feel so great. Things that maybe at work or it could, could be out of work, things that we, we find really quite clunky and, mm. and awkward. Um, we don't really need to record those, but it's good insight into how we feel. And it, also an insight into maybe what some of our lesser talents are. You know, the ones that aren't near the top, the ones yes. that are near the bottom, it gives an indication of the sort of um, activities that are not driven so much by talent, but more by force. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. But I think if you, if you start recognizing, oh, I've done this and this matches my talent uh, or my strength, then it's, it's a great motivator as well to see, okay, yes, I'm actually using it. Oh, let's see what's happening. And uh, yeah. I think more and more you start using them automatically because you, you start uh, looking at them. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I think uh, unless you have anything else that you want to add that uh, you might want to mention before we wrap up the episode, this is your chance. You can claim it. You can claim the space now claim it yeah well that's that's how that session works christine and then the next one we're gonna aim it so we're gonna work out um where we're gonna take it where we want to go we probably already mentioned it before but we'll check it again where you want to go with it and then how yeah. we use our talents to get there yes okay perfect so i'm looking forward to that episode i thank you so much for your time today mark and oh, uh everyone else who was listening thanks for listening and uh See you next time. Bye for Bye now. now. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.